I was that person who was just always looking, like always searching myself and trying to find myself out there instead of looking within. Yeah. And then yeah. it's just kind of that part where, um, like I said, you know, after I left that toxic relationship, I started looking within. So um, for me, it's not looking out, but looking within and creating what actually suits you and serves you rather than trying to find something that fits you, like just create from within first. And then that's kind of like what you make. Hello, and welcome to the Three Uniques podcast. I'm your host, Brenda Rigby. I'm a business and leadership coach and entrepreneur. I'm a single mom of two teenagers and a purpose-led believer. My mission is to maximize the human potential by helping you unlock what's unique in all of us and design a big life that leaves you whole, grounded, and complete. Welcome to Three Uniques. Hi friends, it's Brenda back again with another episode of Three Uniques. Today I have on Yvette Olo. Hi Yvette, how are you doing today? I am doing great today, thank you. How are you doing? It's so good to have you on, thank you. I'm doing really well. So Yvette and I got connected. We're actually in the same course together. We're doing uh, a course around the trauma of money and really understanding sort of the intersection of money with um, potentially triggers, maybe always like, you know, kind of going back to our family origin, just sort of our beliefs around money. So just sort of unpacking what that looks like. We're in the early stages of the course and we were just talking about it before we pressed record about how great it is to hear all the different perspectives of the different speakers that are coming in. Yvette, so as everyone knows, Yvette is a joyful interior space coach. And I said that slowly because it's like four separate words. So joyful interior space coach. What does that entail? Um, so it's got a lot to do with the three uniques, but it's really just um, coaching and design put together. Right. And, you know, I have a background in architecture, did that for about five years. Mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of branched out on my own. And uh, I really had a passion about that. And then when I left that, I went into coaching and I really had a passion about coaching. And I was like, why can't I just combine the two? Because our environment really just affects us, like how we design the environment. Uh, it's the whole environmental psychology stuff, right? You can literally changing your environment can help with your depression, with your physical illnesses so it actually physically and mentally affects you it's like I can put the two together and I can do um you know the environmental psychology part and the uh life coaching part so that's like the joyful interior space coaching I love that and I think you shared was it yourself that shared this on a call either our last one or the one before where we talked about, you know, getting out to nature, calming the parasympathetic nervous system. But for some folks, depending on where they reside in the world, like getting like out into a mountaintop or a lakeside, you know, beachfront isn't always easy for people to, to access, but bringing nature inside your home. I think you brought that up as an example. Yes, yes. And it's, if you cannot bring it into your home is what I was saying, then maybe you can use pictures. Right. And if, then if you cannot use pictures, you know, it does make a difference if you like spend a few uh, intentional moments, you know, sitting down and watching a video of somebody walking through nature and like maybe put some headphones, headphones on and listen to nature sound. Like right. Um, right. it's not the same, but it does actually affect your heart rate and make everything still um, get better. 
Yeah. I love yeah. that. Like even some of the meditation apps will have, you know, sounds of raindrops or a waterfall or, you know, a brook or a river flowing. And so you can get that sensation that way your birds tripping. And so Yvette, you're in New York. Um, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about yourself. So you mentioned, you know, an architecture background, got into coaching. Um, what else should we know about you besides getting into your three uniques? <laughs> Yeah, so I didn't actually decide that I wanted to make that big switch. What happened to me was I was in an abusive relationship and then I left that. And then having left that, it just felt like I didn't know anything anymore because everywhere I was turning, I was noticing toxic stuff now, like uh, everywhere, especially with work. My work environment is very toxic. So um, that's how I ended up living the job I was working in and uh, started to look at myself too. Like, what about me? Mm -hmm. Is having all these toxic things around me. And that kind of led me to going into the coaching stuff. And then uh, going through the coaching stuff, I just had one day, I was just repainting my room. And then I noticed how it affected me after I had remodeled or should I say redesigned? Because I didn't really remodel. Redesigned my room. And it made me feel so much better. Like literally, it was a huge difference, the before and after. And that's when I realized my environment had a big, huge effect on the way I was feeling. And it kind of led one thing to another um, for me to do that. Amazing. <clears throat> Even as we're talking, I'm thinking about, I spend a lot of time in my home environment, my work and my home are sort of integrated together, um, you know, coaching clients and hosting podcast calls. And as much as I love my space that I've created for myself, there's also times where, yeah, maybe I feel a little bit bored or a little bit stagnant in it. And so like, how do we refresh it? Doesn't necessarily mean I need to do a whole home makeover again, but little things. And I, I've been thinking about your last comment about bringing nature in more pictures of nature. Um, and even colors too, like more greens or, or, you know, red or, um, you know, brick colors, those type of things to kind of think about uh, just different areas of the world that I've seen where those colors are more predominant. Um, okay, well, I'm curious about your three uniques. You came on. And again, like when I mentioned in my, in our workshop that we're doing together right now that I host a podcast, you volunteered like right away to come on. And so I'm really curious about what your three uniques are. So please share them with us. Yeah, um, I think I'd say the first one, uh, which is kind of like the skills trans talents. Um, I would feel, I feel like that's me just in the creative mode. And, um, you know, I'm a creative and for me, it's all just about creating stuff. And um, I always have been told, you know, like you can't just be a creator, like you're a creator of what? And I'm like, but I wanna create everything. I wanna just like make everything. I wanna design stuff. I wanna just be a creator. I just want to be making stuff. And so um, I kind of just, you know, kind of like the uh, joyful interior space coaching. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna make that up. And, I'm, you know, people actually do do it, but they call it different stuff. Like maybe they'll say they're a feng shui practitioner or, um, they might just say they're a holistic um, uh, coach. And so I was like, you know, I'm just gonna make up my title and I'm just gonna do this stuff. And so it's, for me, it's just always about making 
which kind of comes to uh, the next uh, unique here, which is the um, belief that life is not about about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Mm. So, um, you know, I was that person who was just always looking, like always searching myself and trying to find myself out there instead of looking within. Yeah. And then yeah. just kind of that part where, um, like I said, you know, after I left that toxic relationship, I started looking within. So um, for me, it's not looking out, but looking within and creating what actually suits you and serves you rather than trying to find something that fits you, like just create from within first. And then that's kind of like what you make. And uh, it's a huge belief of mine that we need to be the creators in our lives. And so it's a huge thing that I do with my life coaching, helping people create and create from who they are. Because even with the design, as much as I can kind of give people a sheet, like this is what you do to your home. Like that's not mm -hmm. technically what I do. It's more intuitive. It's that integrative approach. It starts from you. Right. So like, okay. who are you? And how can we make this environment serve you specifically? and have it reflect who you are. So it kind of like speaks to you and for you. And it's that um, you're in flow with your environment rather than fighting against it. And, um, and that also kind of comes to my, um, my other unique, which is, uh, you know, that experience of when I changed things up, it was, that feeling of joy that I felt and deciding that my life was always going to be uh, a passion about creating joy in my life and creating joy in the life of others. So um, it's kind of why I have that joyful added there. And uh, with the uh, scale of consciousness, I don't know if you've heard of that before, but um, you know, the higher like level of consciousness, you'll find like the joy over there and so I don't just tell people to think positive uh, because that's lower in the scale I tell people to live a life of joy because that's higher up in the scale right and um, I feel like you know it's kind of that thing of if you shoot for the stars and you don't reach you know at least you've gotten farther up than trying to like reach the ceiling and you know a lot of us have those ceilings where we can't really reach above so you know if you kind of shoot for the stars of just living a life of joy if you can do that create joy in your life and i feel it really um it really just makes your life just so much better you know creating a life that you love and you know i try to spread this out as much as possible to others and you know also teach others to be a certified abuse recovery coach because it's part of uh, one of my titles. You know, I'm a certified abuse recovery coach. So I also, I'm also a professor like teaching that. I just want to spread it out everywhere and help people help others. And it's just uh, a really huge passion of mine, spreading joy. That's amazing. <clears throat> what, um, thanks for sharing your three uniques with, um, with us and with me. Now I've got a bunch of questions for you to kind of understand it a little bit more. Um, what transformations have you seen in your life when you, like, as you mentioned, stepped into that higher level of consciousness and focus more on joy in your life? What transformations have you seen as a result that you could share with people? 
Um, it's it's a really weird place to be in because when you're in that place, you have to be like really present mm-hmm. and um, be um, really intentional. So for me, I was kind of like living that autopilot life, you know, like I had uh, my work and everything, you know, it was a good job. It was making me good money. And, but it was that wake up kids, bed, you know, go to sleep, you know, like I had the actions to do every day and I was following those actions. So when I stopped living that life of getting stuff done, getting the bills paid, you know, getting just the list of stuff, you know, getting through the list and was actually present and um, intentional and being more proactive about my life rather than being reactive, then it was being in that space of um, just feeling like everything was expanded, like my life was expanded, everything was bigger, everything was better, brighter, and just joyful, you know? So it's it's a really different place to be in because one feels really contracted and one is just really expansive. Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Hey friends, thanks a lot for tuning in to our Three Uniques podcast today. And I wanted to interrupt your listening uh, with our current guest today to let you know about our new online leadership training course called Stepping Into Your Three Uniques. So this is all about discovering what's important to you, how to define your uniqueness, and how to build a life around the things that make you unique. So if you've been following along the Three Uniques podcast and hearing guests talk about their Three Uniques and feeling inspired and compelled to design your own Three Uniques and look at areas in your life where you're living them or not living them, this is the course for you. I wanna encourage you to head over to threeuniques.com and go to our courses page and you will promptly see more information about stepping into your Three Uniques and what that looks like. So head there after the show today, after listening to this guest talk about their three uniques. Thanks so much for listening. And then you mentioned your second unique when you said, um, oh, I wanna make sure I capture this right, uh, just cause I got whipped up in the, in the joy piece there. But um, sometimes I spend so much time like listening to people. I'm like, okay, what's that next question? But I don't wanna, I don't wanna go down the road of like uh, focus too much on the questions. But your second unique, uh, remind us again what it is. Um, the second one, it's about that um, creating yourself. You know, life is not yes. about finding yourself, it's about yeah. creating yourself. Yeah, no, absolutely. I love that. And you mentioned how, you know, before you'd be like looking around for clues, for signs to say, oh yeah, I've arrived. I've, I've found myself. This is who I'm supposed to be. Some, you know, notification that comes in the mail telling you like, here you go, Yvette, here's your whole life planned out for you. And then you said you had to sort of, you, you shifted that to be more about creating. Was there someone or something that influenced you to make that shift? Or is that something you just sort of discovered on your own? It came to me in a really, um, you know, I kind of say it was, um, to me, it was like a portal open for me because it was a specific moment. I was leaving the therapist's office and she had this jar with like little notes cut out in it. And it was like, pick one on the side of the jar, right? So I just went and picked one and it said, life isn't about finding yourself, life is about creating yourself. And then in that moment, it was just like, <gasps> 
oh my god you know just like mind blown and it's like i've been living a life of lies because I, you know i just left that abusive relationship it was you know when i was in that i had like a lot of therapy after i left so it was within that time and i was just like oh i really gotta find myself because it was just I don't know. I know a lot of people who've left abusive relationships feel this way. They just feel so lost. Yeah. And I was feeling yeah. so lost. It's like, I got to find myself. And it's like just stumbling through life, trying to find myself. And so it was like, what am I doing? I'm a creator. Create my, myself. I can do this. So it was just really profound in that moment because it was a very specific time and it was that's why I like to call it. It was like a portal opened. And right. Was, I, I love that. Had, yeah. It's a really strong message of hope too for I think anyone that's listening in. Um, as you were describing to everyone that moment when you pulled the little note out of your that the jar at your therapist's office, I actually had this like rush of goosebumps because I'm like, what was on the note? What was on the note? And I think that in itself is even like, again, we're still waiting for a message, right, from somewhere. And I do believe that those messages are out there. Um, but sometimes, again, we're looking so hard for something concrete. Um, and when we actually step into creating it for ourselves, it's like, oh, that message was always already there. Like it was already, like yeah. you even read it aloud to like us and, you know, on this podcast, I was like, yeah, of course, it was always already there. And you knew it too, too. I think when you read it, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. that's all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, I'm a creator. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you're in like architecture, art, you know, creative spaces, you know that from your discipline work in that area that you can create things, you know, if a room is yeah. too big and it needs to, you know, be like more cozy, you know how to do that. It's the same thing, yeah. same principles around your life. And I think the hopeful message for anyone, and, and I do appreciate you sharing your story about um, your past relationship and, and how that impacted you most likely physically and mentally. And so I appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing that with me and, and the group listening um, but I do, do think it's a message of hope for folks that are, you know, maybe in similar situations that you've been in your past or something like that, um, or just any state of like where you're feeling kind of like hopeless is that you can create, yeah. start small, you know, start in the areas that you know. Um, but I think also reaching out, listening to great podcasts where they, you know, influence you and give you some ideas. Um, but I think it's a really great place to start. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know a lot of it is, is a lot of fear based, depending on what, who you are, and your situation, how it is, then the fear is different. But I think there's a lot of fear. And, you know, for me, I just started asking, and then what happens when, like this thing I'm afraid of, what happens? Yeah. And, and then I experienced it, and I realized, it's actually better mm. in this fear that I was imagining than in my situation so this thing that I was afraid of was actually better than the situation I was in right and once I experienced that I was like why was I so afraid like this thing that I was so afraid of happening has happened and I've experienced it and the experience of this thing that I was so afraid of is actually better than the situation I was in so I think it absolutely is a message of hope because even the things you're afraid of can actually be better than what you're experiencing now. 
So great. And so is there um, like a ritual or a practice event that you use like sort of daily to keep yourself grounded in your three unique so that, you know, it's not something that just happens by default, but you're, you know, living that life intentionally around joy, around, you know, your beliefs, around your, your values. Um, I'm usually a spontaneous person. That's why I like to say I'm a person of adventure. So mm -hmm. um, I really struggle with like keeping uh, uh, things consistent throughout, um, throughout my life. But um, I really feel like the one thing that I do consistently, even if I do in different ways, is really listening to your gut. And that's the one thing we need to get um, really good at doing. Mm -hmm. And I say it's like a muscle. You know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Right. And um, this thing is not something that speaks like in written word or um, it's not something that you can just clearly see. It's something that you have to kind of work on accessing mm -hmm. and um, noticing how it speaks uh, because it's pre-verbal most of the time. And most of the time you have to feel it in your body, you know, just like really get inward and really feel it deeply. And, um, and sometimes you, you're sitting there waiting for it to speak to you in a specific way while it's here screaming at you in a different way. But you're thinking, no, I'm really here waiting for this. And um, that's why I just really believe in going internally sometimes because we get, we get so focused on life is going to show up to me this way. Right. So you're looking for it to show up to you this way, mm -hmm. which is really that whole concept of finding something, right? And um, if you're more open, then it's going to show up to you a different way and you're going to see it and you're going to accept it um, rather than waiting for it to happen a specific way. And I had to really learn that a lot with my business um, as an entrepreneur, because I was like, oh, here's my business plan. And I have everything. And I'm like, this is how it's going to happen. It's going to go this way. Exactly. And then it doesn't go that way. But I had to be open to accepting it to happen in different ways. So um, the one thing I always do is stay open and listen and listen to my gut and have it be able to speak to me in different ways and be able to recognize that this is my gut speaking to me. Right. And like I said, it takes, uh, the more you use that, the more you lean into it, the better you get at listening to it. Right. Yeah. I love that. And then also when you have those, those emotions that come up, you know how to respond to them, right? They don't have to be yeah. scary or overwhelming. Um, as sometimes they can be depending on, you know, what you're facing and what you're going and what you're working through. Um, but the more that you can be effective and responding to those emotions, I think is, is a good thing. And we're taught sometimes as little kids not to accept those emotions, right? Like, you know, we fall, we skin our knee, we start to cry. And maybe our parents or our caregivers would have said to us, oh, don't cry, Yvette, don't cry, Brenda. It's like, actually crying is good. Like that's actually a good emotional response. It helps cleanse, it helps clear things. If we weren't meant to cry, why do we have tear ducts? Like, so yeah. sometimes, you know, that's even their own sort of belief, right? Around crying or maybe what they were told from their parents or primary caregivers not to do, right? So we end up passing that down into little kids. So yeah. I think it's great. Like, I think it's even at this stage in your life to go back to those 
more sort of primal emotions that we all have and just recognize that it's totally normal and sit with it. Decide what you want to do after that. You don't have to be always reacting to them, but know how to respond. Yeah. Yeah. So I always just believe in different ways of doing it, you know, like physical ways, you know, like for your body, whether it's like in dancing or in music, you know, like there's people who really like, write Like really deep music, you know, like um, in singing, you know, and going out in nature, you know, in painting and not just painting with a brush, like painting with your fingers, like getting in there, mm-hmm. like um, writing with your left hand, you know, like doing all kinds of stuff, you know, um, you know, trying everything, just especially um, like going back to what it was like when you were a kid, you know. Mm-hmm like all that stuff you used to do when you were a kid, you know, it's a lot of it is intuitive, you know, cause kids just kind of figure out how to walk, how to sit, you know, they're not really taught. Right. They do a lot of observation. Yeah, sure. But they kind of figure it out and it's that really intuitive part. So it's like just letting that intuition just come through you. Love that. And so you mentioned just again, with your background in art, you mentioned music, dance. Is there um, a song, a poem, uh, like a piece of art or a book that you would say is like sort of like your anthem for your life? No, I no, I really don't. Because I am, I, I shift a lot. I just really, really shift a lot. That's why I say even like with the feeding practices for myself, it's really hard because I shift a lot. Mm-hmm. and I've kind of just learned to be in flow with that so I have different stuff like different times and different everything and so um it all just flows differently for me and um but for me the one thing which consistently is like always like singing to me if I can say that is watching the sunset or the sunrise and uh, that to me is just like magic. And that's the one thing I'll always look to. And it's just always going to make, you know, like my heart sing. Amazing. event. Um, it's been a true pleasure having you on Three Uniques today. Thanks so much for coming on and sharing your Three Uniques with us. Where can people find you and learn more about your joyful interior space coaching? Um, my website is Yvette's light.com like y-v-e-t-t-e-s-l-i-g-h-t okay com yeah and I kind of like just dump everything there and it's kind of like me it's just like all this stuff that I do because I do like to do a lot of um, different things and share things with people in all different ways so um, all my stuff is there, all the ways to find me is there. And basically um, throughout my whole social media stuff, you can basically find me at Yvette's Light is usually what I use. And um, yeah, but the website has exactly how to reach me and that's uh, a good place to start. And you can also get my book there because I do have uh, an international best-selling book called I Am. Amazing. Yeah. So we'll make sure that we have a link to your book in the show notes, as well as your website and your Instagram um, account. So then people can find you that way and reach out to you if they have any questions about today's interview or just how to work with you. Uh, 
Thanks again for coming on today and sharing your story uniques with us and your story. I really appreciate and value your time today. Thank you so much for having me and thank you so much for what you do. Thanks. Take care. Hi, friends. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's guest on the Three Uniques podcast. Uh, as always, we really appreciate your time and your commitment to listening to our guests every week. And we'd love for you to be able to share this podcast with others and encourage other people to get out there and share their three uniques. So please take a few moments to like, share this podcast, leave a review and let us know what you think. And also let us know who you'd like to hear more from, uh, what type of guests you want us to bring on for future podcast interviews. Thanks so much. Remember, get out there and share your three uniques. There's seven and a half billion people on this planet and somebody needs what you've got. Take care, friends.